Hello and welcome to the Be Here Now podcast. I am your host, Shanika, and today I'm going to get into toxic relationships or relationships with narcissists. So, um, to be honest with you, before I started to find myself, I was in a three-year-long relationship, and I feel like I fell more on the narcissistic side of things. I was manipulative. I just didn't love myself. I had so low of self-esteem, and I caused so many issues in that relationship to the point where after we broke up and I started, like, finding myself a little bit, like, I had reached out to him probably, like, six months after we broke up, and I was like, yo, like, I am so fucking sorry for how I treated you, and you did not deserve any of that. And, like, I just felt like that was me making my peace with that because I genuinely, like, did not love myself. Like, that is the only explanation for me to have been that kind of person in the ways that I wanted to control him and the ways that I felt insecure about stupid shit, like, um, that would not even bother me at all to this day. Like, it was, like... I was triggered by the dumbest shit, and it's, and girls were, like, other females were a threat to me, whereas now I'm, like, whoever I end up with, if you're looking at another female, let me know, because chances are I would like to admire her with you. Like, women are so beautiful, and that, honestly, it's taken me a lot of self-love and working on my mental to get to this place where you realize, you know, that was just your ego, and nothing is a competition. Competitions are literally made up in your head, you know, so we're all connected, we're all one, and me being resentful or triggered by someone else is just something that I need to work on within myself, and it's something I have worked on, and I don't resonate with that older version of me, but I feel like life had to come around. It's kind of like, I used to joke around, but, so with my last relationship, I have been in two longer relationships. Like, the first one was my three-year one where he was a great guy. I just wasn't ready for a relationship. I feel like I was too young. Like, I just didn't love myself, like I mentioned. But this last one, um, I I used to joke around with my friends because we were so on and off. It was very, very bad. Like, there was, like, you know, cops were involved a couple times, like, he was very, he had abandonment issues, and I love my space, and I love preaching to people that you can do whatever you want, it's your universe, but it's, like, almost like he didn't want that for me, and I had so much good going for me, and I feel like that just caused so much resentment, it was, like, the typical narcissistic, like, me saying, I'm so excited about this, 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 and he would always say something to, like, irritate me, or, like, just get my excitement thrown the fuck out of the conversation or the energy entirely, and, like, so many things I put on hold for him, like, I really wanted to go to Europe, and he quit his job, like, wasn't doing shit, And every time I was like, I'm going to go, he was like, wait, I want to go with you. But there was no, like, money saving on his end. No, whatever. 
like he just held me back so much but but I can't blame him for that I blame myself because I actually ended up having to get a restraining order on him because yo like let me tell you something narcissistic partners will try to tear you down they will try to control you or or your emotions and they will try to manipulate you and make you think that you can't do anything without them when in reality you are not the one that needs them they fucking need you they are lacking they're in such a state of lack within themselves that they and they have no control over their own lives this is a narcissist they have no control over their own lives so they need to kind of put have a sense of like i have power over you in a relationship and see i had started like my little spiritual journey the beginning of it 3 months prior to when we started dating and i thought i was ready for anybody that's kind of found their spirituality and found themselves through it y'all know that the first stages of it is like oh my god i know everything this is like i just found out the secret i want to tell everyone when in reality you figured it out yourself and we're still figuring it out every day um there's so much growth that has come from since that time that i started you know finding myself and found what what my spirituality looked like but at that point you just think you're just there like the initial excitement of wow the law of attraction is this and you know you just think you know it all <laughs> when in reality we know nothing that's actually like when you admit that you know nothing that's when you open doors to learning everything that you could possibly learn and when you realize that there's no right or wrong there's just perception so yeah i just thought i was ready this was like um 2019 and it was so toxic because he would say manipulative things to me and i almost felt like we were a good match because i was the manipulative one in my relationship prior to this so i would always call him out on it when in reality think about how much energy is being used and wasted in that scenario that i just mentioned <laughs> so that was 2 years of my life and i couldn't leave the relationship like i could i could like i said i had to get a restraining order and i definitely could have done it sooner but like within the 2 years of us dating i was pretty emotionally shut down by by probably before the first year even ended <laughs> you know the first of 2 years even ended um because he actually did put his hands on me one time and actually I went to the hospital for that and this is something I've never talked about on my on my social media or anything because it's something that I've been deeply healing from and still feel like I am healing from you know like you know there's one there's one thing to be unhappy in a relationship and there's another thing to voice you know hey this is what I want to do the trauma that comes from somebody completely invalidating what you're saying when it comes to like it's not in their favor so for example about a year into our relationship i sat him down had the most serious like demeanor and i was like hey i'm truly not happy in this relationship anymore and i don't want to do this anymore and 
I want to break up. And he literally laughed at me. Like, there was no getting away. Like, you guys, at the end of this, because, unfortunately, I did stay with him after he put his hands on me. He only did that one time. Um, and after that, like, he knew he fucked up so bad and he, like, got therapy. Honestly, if there was a way for someone to make it right after they did such a thing, he took all the steps to, like, get the help that he needed and all that stuff to stay with me. But that's just it. You know, I feel like he was doing that stuff to stay with me. When in reality, people should want to do that to help themselves, you know? But, I mean, I I definitely learned a lot in the last two years. Um, and the universe just, like, did not want us to be together. And the actual final strike of his, he went manic in front of all my friends when we were having, like, a, a girls' night. And he went manic for hours. He was drunk out of his fucking mind. And we were sober. Like, we were pulling tarot cards <laughs> at 3 in the morning. And all of a sudden, this man just started going manic on me to the point where, like, people had to hold him back. Like, um, luckily, uh, one of my friends who's – they were a couple. They are a couple. They were staying with me at the time. So the boyfriend, now fiancé um, – held him back. He's a big dude. So luckily, you know, he was able to do that and kind of preoccupy him. And the ladies just were with me and they were like, yo, he's not the one for you. And I, and I knew, and I knew in that moment because it was kind of such a relief that he was doing this in front of everyone. Y'all should have seen the look in my eyes. Like I, I wish I could replay the look in my eyes. Like I just was so done while this man was going manic because I knew this was the universe's way of saying like, there's no more of him defending himself like he is doing this in front of everyone and this is it so you know while he's going manic in front of my friends like we're literally like cleaning up doing the dishes getting like you know they're like don't look him in the eyes I was like that's not a problem like I'm so not like you guys I was so calm and like the next day even like this is also another trigger like kind of traumatic thing that I realize now the next day, like, he knocks on my door in the morning because he slept on the couch, obviously, that night. He knocks on my door in the morning, and I open it without any hesitation, and I tell him, like, hey, I didn't touch any of your belongings because you know where all your belongings are, and I'm not even going to give you, like, I'm not going to be toxic. I, I just genuinely want this to be an intentional time for you because I need you to literally just grab all of your things, little, big, everything, and I need you to leave. I'm not even going to give you a time frame because I genuinely don't want you to forget anything. Like, I'm big on energy, so, like, I just didn't want any of this shit in the house anymore because it was just done. My, like, you guys, there was no turning back from what had happened the night prior, and I was so relieved. And three hours goes by, and this man literally does not touch a single thing and then lays in my bed. So at that point, I call the police. I'm, like, very calm on the phone call. I'm like, hey, like, you know, my ex is here. And he's, like, laughing at me that I'm calling him my ex. But, like, <laughs> you guys, this was almost, this was a year ago in a few weeks. It'll be a year. Um, <laughs> and the cops come to help him es get escorted out. And uh, he literally only took a backpack of his shit. And he was, like, joking around with the cops. Like, the cops were like, did you get everything? And I knew he didn't. 
but he was like, oh, I'm forgetting something. And he was like, baby, I forgot you in front of the fucking cops. And this is like mortifying to me because, you know, I'm with my roommates at the time and we're like in the living room watching this go down and they're looking at me and I'm like, this is literally insane. Like, not only have you guys seen him go manic, now the police officers are literally like, this is so embarrassing for him. And so he only takes a backpack worth of his shit. So much of his stuff is still in my room, in the closets, like his clothes, like everything. A few days after that, um, what I didn't tell him was, well, I texted him a few days after and I was like, hey, I moved all of your belongings to the garage. Like we were really intentional. I even had help. Um, all of your stuff's in the garage. Come by on Sunday. So all that shit happened on like a Saturday, right? And he got escorted out by the police on a Sunday. The next Sunday, I was like, come get your stuff at this time. And I'm also going to call a police officer just to be there for my safety because I just want to make sure, like, that you don't kind of pull this. Like, I said it very maturely and very calm because I'm just like, yo, like, no no more, like, it's not like we need to talk about anything. You just need to get your stuff and go <laughs> kind of thing. And so the cops get there, and um, when they come inside to talk to me while he's outside, I was like, yo, like, I actually went to the courthouse and got granted a protective order. So he should be getting served that. And he was like, do you have a copy of it? Like, I could just serve him today. And I was really nervous because he really didn't have a set in stone address. So I was nervous about him getting served. And so when the cops told me that, I was so relieved. I'm like, wow, like, this is happening right now. And so they serve him. And I hear all of this through the garage. I did not give him the satisfaction of seeing me or talking to me that entire day. Like, I, he did not enter my household. The only thing he entered was the garage to get his stuff. And, like, when I tell you guys, I put everything out there. Like, I own, I'm in possession of nothing that has his energy tied to it. Like, he gifted me rollerblades um, earlier that year, earlier in 2021, and I found my love for rollerblading. But, like, even that, I was like, I'm giving these back because I can buy my own. Like, I don't want anything tied to him. Like, the trauma that he put me through for the last two years without letting me leave the relationship, which I, like I said, I take accountability for that, like, what ended it, it, it at the end of the day, like he would still be, you know, blowing me up, finding he used to make so many fake Instagram accounts and all this shit um, to try to stalk me and get to me um, before the protective order. So like he would go to like any measures to get to me. So like I said, I could have done this restraining order sooner. So I take accountability for that. But, you know, when you're with someone that's a narcissist and, and manipulative, like I don't expect anyone to understand if you haven't been through it. And please don't ever get into that. Like, smell that shit from miles away if you can. Because I sure as fuck can. Like, there's... See, I had to go through that because I know that I will never, ever, ever be in a situation like that ever again. But anyways, he gets served. He starts going manic. I hear all of this through the door. I'm inside. Like I said, he's in the garage. Hours go by. The police are like, yo, like, if you don't get your shit out, like, soon, like, they had to call backup because he was going so crazy. And then when he finally got 90% of his shit and the cops left, he comes back after the cops left and violated the restraining order. Was just yelling at me. My friends were out there with me. We got it on video. I called the police. I'm like, hey, do you hear this man yelling? Like, he's literally... I live in a very quiet, like, respectful neighbor neighborhood. And, like, he was literally yelling. My neighbors were coming up to me like, what is going on? 
I'm like, yo, like, don't worry, he's about to get arrested any second, like, (laughs) this is, like, at fucking 10 a.m. on a Sunday, like, so embarrassing, but that was the last of that, like, he got arrested, and then actually, so that was in October of 2021, now it's, um, September of 2021, I actually just saw him for the first time since that day, on the first, because I got subpoenaed for that, uh, for that violation, and he pleaded, he pled guilty because actually when I saw him, I saw him briefly, like literally for seconds before I walked into the courtroom and he chuckled at me before the courtroom even started. Like he chuckled at me and it's been 11 months, dude, like no remorse at all at all. And do you not know that the prosecutor is going to come to me with all of your attorney's plea deals and ask me if I want to take them or not? Like, So after he chuckled at me and showed no remorse, I was very, very combative with what they wanted to plea. You know, they were like, he can't, are you okay with them dropping the domestic violence? I was like, no, like this man is showing no remorse after, after one year. How have you not moved on? It shows no growth. It's it's so sad. But now the, now the beautiful part of what the point of this podcast is, is if you're ever in a situation where your intuition is yelling at you to get out, if something is not serving you purpose, and okay, so one more thing too about this relationship was like, after he put his hands on me, which was like six months, five or six months before we broke up, broke up for good, I was mentally shut off for him. He was kind of just there. He was like a dark cloud that followed around me, but in that time frame up until we broke up, which I really feel like is why when this final strike happened in front of everyone, it was so easy for me to just accept what was happening in the moment as as he was going manic in front of everyone. Because I had really deeply fallen in love with myself and my solitude. Like, the last six months of our relationship, he was really, really just there. I was journaling every day. I was doing my affirmations. This is like the time of my life where I actually started journaling every day. I started reading every day. I started, like, really focusing on me to the point where sometimes I would be in the shower and have shower thoughts like damn I'm in a relationship right now like that's not how a relationship is supposed to feel you know what I mean but no part of me was like excited I didn't have I I had so much happiness within myself during the last six months of the relationship and it had nothing to do with him the last six months of our relationship had nothing to do with him or my relationship it had everything to do with me refinding myself and falling in love with myself So I think that's why it was so easy that when he struck again at the end of the relationship, I was just done. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm staying with you after this. And now everyone's seen it. And I was just so grateful. No, no matter how embarrassing you could think this could be, it was my saving grace that he did this in front of everyone. And so like the, so the point of this, like so much good you guys, so much beauty, so many new connections, so many beautiful fucking things that I'm so grateful for. Like, I can't even begin to explain. Like, my heart is fluttering right now. I have butterflies in my stomach just thinking about all the good that came into my life starting from that day, I think October 20-something, 2021, 22nd, 2021, to today what is September 23rd so 11 months I made the most solid friend group 
I, I made the bestest friends that you could ever imagine. I have the chosen family for the first time. I feel like in my life where people see me and respect me the same way I respect and see them. Um, I feel so connected. I feel so in my purpose. I feel so aligned with the universe. I feel like I've attracted such beauty into my life and, and the universe has shown me what I'm capable of. And this literally started the day after he went manic in front of everyone. I'm not even kidding you. I am not even kidding you, you guys. Like, not too long after that, I went on a date. Because I feel like I just needed that to show me. Because I had so much trauma around this. And and instantly, like, I went on one date. And this guy was so normal. And I was like, fucking A. Like, men are normal. And I needed that little reminder. I wasn't ready. So we didn't really go that far. I ended up. I ended it because I couldn't, I was unhealed, you guys, but like, and I'm still healing. I feel a lot more healed and I feel a lot more untriggered by things. And, um, I, I have learned to separate because I went on a couple dates, right? Where I was shown that this is not normal. And I, and I go to therapy every week. I've done that since before me and him broke up. I've been doing this therapy for almost two years now um, every single week, so, and I feel like everyone benefits from therapy, you know, I love seeing my therapist more on the good days, I have more good days with her, actually, she's more like a life coach to me, honestly, it's, it's a beautiful relationship, but, oh, yeah, so, all in all, if your gut is telling you, like, don't be with someone, if you're not happy, you're allowed to leave, don't let someone threaten you, or make you think that you're nothing without them, because when you hold this space for someone that's undeserving, you're closed off to opening the doors to so much good. Like, I will really, like, I'm not even talking about a romantic partner. But when I let go of that, when I released him from the space that he was subconsciously holding, because like I said, the last six months, it was focused on me. I was focused fully on me. But he was still in the corner holding that space. And the second I released him, the connections I made with my friends and with others and the new avenues that I had curated for myself in life, the energy that had filled me up, like that space that I was holding for him, I also use for myself now. And so if you are ever in a situation where you're stagnant or you're stuck, you truly are the reason that you're being held there. Like I said, I could have gotten that restraining order way sooner. But sometimes, and I don't regret anything because I, I wholeheartedly believe in like the butterfly effect. And I know that everything happened for a reason. And I've learned so fucking much. And, and I've learned to separate um, him from others. So I don't allow those triggers to come up. But I've also been dedicated to healing from this relationship because I realized that that was not a normal thing to be in. He was such a hurt and broken human being, and I was on the other end of that. He had abandonment issues, and I wasn't allowed to leave. Like, it was so fucked. And he made me feel like I needed to be with him. But like I said, we're going to come around full circle. If you are with a narcissist or someone that manipulates you, you don't need them. They need you get the fuck out as soon as possible because there's so much better. If you are with someone that tears you down, 
constantly or takes your excitement away from you or tries to dumb down your achievements or make you smaller than you are because you're not small you know if you're with someone that tries to dim your shine they're not it for you i don't care if it's a friend a romantic partner a family member if someone is tearing you down it is in your control who you allow into your daily energetic field um this was a pretty vulnerable i would say podcast i haven't really talked about any of this shit (laughs) besides to my bestest friends so yeah i mean like i feel like a lot of people can benefit from it i've had this calling to share this for a while so everything's a lesson and a blessing so if you're in this situation right now and you want to reach out to me and talk to me about how you can get out like i'm here for you it's not it's 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 not the easiest to you know get out especially if you're living with someone or if they just like have beaten you down to this mental state where you just think this is your life <laughs> but it's not that is something that you need to work on because you are in charge of your life you make your decisions and you allow what you allow into your life so yeah thank you for listening i hope you guys enjoyed this i would love to hear some feedback too um yeah i will see you guys next time